today on Channel Massive Today. Puppies, kittens, little babies. Are they cute and cuddly, or are they really the ultimate tools of evil? Hold that thought and wait for the paranoia to set in. I'll be here to collect your frail ends of sanity in just a moment. All this and more on Channel Massive today. Hello and thank you for downloading Channel Massive today. The date is July 7, 2010. I'm your host, Jason. If you want to chime in, rant, rave, whatever, send us an email at mail at channelmassive.com. Follow us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash channelmassive. You can leave a comment on the website or check us out on the Facebook page, etc., etc., etc. A quick programming note, there will be no show uh, on Thursday, which is tomorrow, as I'll be guest hosting on the weekly show that day. Uh, we've got a lot of good stuff on tap for the show, so let's get to it. Loyal citizens of Blizzard, you will now keep your iPods on for an important message from our glorious leaders. Recently, we introduced our new Real ID feature, a new way to stay connected with your comrades on the new Battle.net. Today, we will inform you about the plans for Real ID on our official forums, tell you why Real ID will soon become the new power in the world, and allow you to gaze into the eyes of your glorious leaders as we reveal some new features we're adding to the forums to help improve the quality of conversations for you and your fellow countrymen. First and foremost, anyone posting or replying to a post on official Blizzard Forum will be doing so using their real ID, that is, their real life first and last names. These changes will go into effect on All StarCraft 2 Forum with the launch of the new community site prior to the July 27th release of the game. With the World of Warcraft site and forums following suit near the launch of Cataclysm. The official forums have always been a great place to praise the power of the motherland, get latest info on all powerful regime, and share your love for your country with other citizens. However, the forums have also earned the reputation as a place where dissenters, non-believers, and other unpleasantness run wild. Removing the veil of anonymity typical to online dialogue will contribute to a more uniform forum environment, promote more positive conversation about the motherland, and connect our community to your glorious leaders like never before. And now it's time for... Yikes, it's another Blogosteria, and boy, is it a big one. Um, 
you know, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this today just because I'm kind of pressed for time. And we're definitely going to get into this at, on the weekly show. I don't think there's any way we could possibly avoid it, unfortunately. Uh, but I wanted to share a couple of little nuggets that I found out there and give you my thoughts about it while it's still fresh in my mind. Uh, one, of the, one of the posts comes from Strop of Strop's World. And just a little paragraph here that he wrote. He says, there's always a silver lining, though. The owners of unofficial World of Warcraft and StarCraft II forums will probably find that membership on their sites improves as people who don't want their personal details posted online migrate over. If you own such a forum, now might be the time to put a bit of polish and shine on it. Which, hey, I think that's a great point. We'll get back to those really great forums like, oh, WoW Vault (laughs) or something like that. You know, I could just see them now. They're they're probably like, uh, they're probably like beacons like the Statue of Liberty screaming, give us your tired, your poor, your huddled flame wars yearning to be breathe free. You know, something like that. Um, another post that I found, which just, you know, kind of surprised me was best idea ever. And this comes from Darren, the common sense gamer. Uh, normally I agree with a lot of things that, that Darren says, um, and considering his ha- his hatred for the whole Facebook thing, um, you know his take on this is a little bit shocking to me. He says, "I'm giddy to see how this goes. Actually, giddy. Couldn't be happier. For me, if you want to wear the big boy pants and spew on forums, let's make sure you're held accountable and have your real name sewn in those pants." We all know that it's the anonymity that makes people into jackholes, so perhaps this move will give some pause before commenting on forums. Bravo, Blizzard. You know, and you know what, Darren? I, I'm I'm giddy about this change too. I'm giddy like a schoolgirl. I've been waiting for years to sew my name on this sweet pair of Tommy Hilfiger jeans I got the other day, and as soon as I'm done with that, I'm gonna log on to the forums and tell everybody about it. Well, maybe not. Uh, at least not now that I know that people are going to see my real name and make fun of my embroidered jeans. You know, you know what else I'm giddy about? I absolutely can't wait until I read the first news story about somebody using Real ID to track somebody down that pissed them off in game and perform like horrible and unspeakable acts on them. Yeah, uh-uh. I, I'm just loving that. I, if, if the thought of that doesn't make you giddy. I don't know what else will. And I found another wonderful epic fail of a post from Keenan Graves' gaming website. It's one of the absolute biggest fails of the day. In order to prove a point, he decided that he'd post his real name on his blog and dared anybody to call him out, call him after the comments came flowing in. And and this was great. So we've got uh, this guy. He says, you know, just to try to make a point here, he was like, awesome idea. No, that's not sarcasm. I think it's a great idea for people to be held accountable for what they say online. All over the Internet, there are far too many ways for people to hide behind anonymity that allows them to be someone other than the person they would be if their identity were attached. As for a privacy issue, I don't believe to be, be an issue at all. And so the comments start to come in, and he says, one guy says, say your five-man is hopeless. You bail, requeue, you go for a fresh drink, then the phone rings, your kid answers, and gets an earful of colorful names from the tank whom you let die because he was a moron. 
This might encourage some borderline or occasional trolls to behave better on the forums. It will encourage some borderline nutballs to engage in real-life harassment. Uh, Keen responds, Well, I'm confused. How did you make the jump from having your real name shown on forums to getting phone calls from pickup groups? Another guy chimes in and he says, Ever heard of a phone book? And Keen replies, Yep, my name is Doug Lunkberg. Please try to call me. And sure enough, about an hour later or so, somebody posts his address in the comments section of his post, which he quickly removed. And then he kind of later recants his remark about privacy being an issue, kind of. He says, I'll recant this statement. There's a degree of privacy invasion here. To the point of it being an issue or that big of a deal is where I say it's not that big of a deal. Well, riddle, riddle me this. If it's not that big of a deal, why did you remove your address information from the post? If privacy is not that big of a deal, why did you do that? Just asking the question. That's all. Anyway, uh, just wonderful, wonderful epic Blogosteria event, which I'm sure we'll be getting more to uh, during the weekly show. I just wanted to kind of get some, some those first-line thoughts out there from uh, people who were chiming in. installed all points bulletin on my machine and I encountered a kind of a bizarre issue where I and I think this may have happened while I was trying to import uh, my music library into into APB because that's something that it allows you to do which is really cool and there's also a feature there where you get to hear like music that's coming from other people's uh, cars as they like pass by things like that and it's just kind of neat well for some bizarre reason i started hearing this constant static noise uh and it was just constant it was and it started to drive me nuts and i was like well what the hell is going on here so of course i had to you know stop the game take a look at the tech support forums, you know, try to search for forum posts, see if anybody was else was having these kind of issues. Sure enough, I found a few posts out there. And then I, f- I found some vague post from a, uh, from one of the technical support representatives over at uh, Real Time World saying, oh, we're aware of the issue and we're going to be working on it. Uh, but we don't have a fix quite yet. You know, that kind of deal. Um, and it just kind of got me thinking, you know, PC gaming sucks for that very reason. It's that you could have a top of the line system, you know, brand new video card, you know, maximum amount of memory, new motherboard. You could have everything just hammered down top notch, all your drivers updated and you can install a video game and there's still a possibility that the game will not work. And that sucks. I mean, it's like 2010 and we can't figure out a way to get these damn machines all to talk nicely with software all the time. Now, I'm not bitching at real-time worlds or any developer in particular. In fact, I feel sorry for those guys. I mean, imagine having to you know, take into account 
a gajillion different system configurations and you're never going to be able to catch each and every single bug out there because of it. You could have a sound card paired up with a motherboard and for some reason that particular motherboard and sound card don't play nice together. So, you know, that becomes an issue or, you know, you'll probably have some issue with a, a video card driver and a particular game that you have never experienced with other games before. And that's what that's the thing that just pisses me off about PC gaming anymore. PC gaming sucks when it comes to that kind of shit. When, when I have a console, I have no worries. A console, I plug a game in, the game works flawlessly right from the very start. I don't have to worry about you know, whether the sound card's going to be compatible or whether the video card's going to be compatible. You know, it just works. And that that's why I've been, you know, I've seen a shift in partly in, in my gaming to the console. It's just, it's like a total ease of use issue with me. <clears throat> Even though I was, you know, born and bred in the womb of a PC gaming machine, um, I've migrated over to the console. Um... Uh, you know, and it just it drives me nuts. It just drives me nuts that that a PC has to be so damn freaking complicated when it comes to things like this. You know, and before I start hearing you guys ranting and raving about, well, you know, you know, console gaming sucks. Your your console can't possibly, you know, throw out the graphics. You know, as good graphics as I've got. You know, you'll never be able to do that. Well, yeah, maybe so, but the graphics aren't that much better. And I know it's going to work. I'm not going to have to revert a video driver down like I've seen in a lot of games where some games, you you know, they, you know, NVIDIA will release a driver and then next thing you know, your game doesn't work all of a sudden. You know, I've, I don't have that problem on a console. You know, another argument I'm going to hear from diehard PC gamers is, well, well, in first-person shooters, your your accuracy isn't going to be nearly as good with a mouse and keyboard as it's going to be. With, you know, you you're you're going to have to to deal with the the wimpy old console console controller. That that's all you got. You can't possibly have the accuracy of a mouse and keyboard. That that that's just that's just proven fact, man. And you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, you're probably right. But you know what? That's getting better. Each and every day, each and every day, that's getting better. The controllers using, you know, they they are able to start to fine tune things a little bit. You can uh, adjust the, uh, you can adjust the sensitivity on some of those console controls. Games like Modern Warfare Two, a lot tighter FPS controls that they that there that there's ever been as far as using a controller is concerned. So. You know, come come at me with a different argument, please. You know, I, tell me why PC gaming still rules over console gaming. And, you know, I just don't see it anymore. It's just, it's really just pissed me off to the point where, you know, I just don't want to even touch my PC to play a game anymore. It's like, you know, it's like my little stepchild that I'm, I'm I worry about constantly because I'm like, well, I don't want to buy a game on the PC because I don't know if it's going to work or not. You know, I think that that's a, just a very valid concern. Anyway, that's my little rant of the day. If you would like to chime in on that topic or if you'd like to give me your take on the real ID situation, 
real ID gate or you know a real ID gate real ID hysteria or whatever we're going to call it. Uh, send me a mail at mail at channelmassive.com. I'm also on Twitter, twitter.com slash channelmassive. Feel free to leave a comment on the website, Facebook, etc., etc., etc. I will see you guys on Friday. Uh, again, no show on Thursday because I'll be recording the show with the boys for the weekly show. So we'll see you on Friday. You guys have a good one.